Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Dry Spellcast. My name is Matt. Uh, I want to welcome everybody who's listening out there. We're back. We're live. Uh, it feels real good to be in the Pulse studio yet again. Uh, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, it's because we've been out of the studio for the past month, and we've been recording on a small digital device. Which, you know, is cool, I guess, but uh, it's nice to be in a real studio surrounded by good microphones and good hanging microphone materials. Um, so, I think things are back to normal. I think. Uh, let me double check to make sure like I'm, I'm actually even coming through. It looks like I am. I don't hear myself, but... So, um, oh well, there it is. Uh, e this is episode 14. Uh, it's June 7th, 2017. Uh, I want to give everyone, I want you to give a round of applause to my co-host Austin. Um, so, yeah, so I just... I just did things. Uh, okay, fix things. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you can come up more. I'm here. Look, look at look at the, that dial. Okay, which one? That the, the the one the one that's flashing. Okay, we fixed it. We're good. There we go. Somebody's been messing with our board. I guess it's not our board, but um, the, oh, things are different in here. Uh, microphones are hanging in ways they shouldn't be hanging and you know stuff like that my headphone adjustments aren't working i don't know what's going on yeah i have no idea um so but we're anyways here. we're here we're happy uh we've got a lot to talk about it, it's that and also we're joined we have a guest today uh jason hey nice to be back yeah jason's back uh he was on our show it's been a couple months now uh, yeah, March time. Around spring break, so yeah. it's been yeah. quite a while. Yeah, so he's back in here. Uh, we've got... It, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time for video games. So uh, we're, we're just, we're just going to get into it. We have a lot to talk about. We've so. got a lot to talk <laughs> about. Um, I wonder, so before we get to there, I wonder does, if this station broadcasts anywhere like on campus. It, you know how like... Like some like places will have like their in-house radio station broadcasting. Right. I'd be really curious if anywhere on campus like broadcasts this live all of the time, uh, because then when I come on the air and I'm like, "Hey guys," they're like, "Oh God, please <laughs> for the love of God turn this thing off." Uh, I don't know. Eh. Um. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of cruise through things as quickly as we can. Uh, because, like I said, we've got stuff to talk about. Uh, Austin, do you have any games you want to talk about? Uh, I don't have any games in particular, but uh, we did go see a movie last night that I wanted to talk about for oh, yeah, a we short did. time. Uh, so Matt, myself, and Jason, and another buddy of ours went and saw Wonder Woman. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I really liked that one. <laughs> and... I don't know. What was your opinion on it, Matt? You know what? So I don't like superhero movies. Uh, I think I've made that fairly obvious. And actually, I don't care about the whole superhero thing yeah. um, in general. Uh, and 
I like this movie, to be honest. I thought it was I thought it was neat. I liked a lot of the action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of cool the way they would like focus on her. Things would be happening in the background, and it would be all slow motion and stuff. I yeah, think was, the fight scenes were really well done. How like because it's like how she an- is analyzing the fight around her happening, and she's like obviously she's super, so she right. can like kind of see it in I guess more slower time and like and react faster mm-hmm. yeah i i thought it was pretty neat um i liked her i thought she did well gal gal i think gadot's actually technically the perp i have no whatever. idea 10 out of 10 for her <laughs> oh geez i mean i'm in love with her she's so. uh miss universe she was uh miss israel yeah several years ago yeah and well uh, it's been like a decade but yeah well, 2009 i think it was i don't know but yeah, still attractive. Uh, yeah, and beyond that, I think I think she acts the part well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- especially like this beginning where she's like uh, this kind of innocent has no idea what's in the world, um, and everything is so just kind of dead set exactly the way she's always done it, and then you know she's thrown into this completely new world where things are awful and i th- i thought she portrayed that fairly well yeah i i it was a good movie and especially with the line last several dc movies with bad member superman and suicide squad it's nice to actually see a good movie come out in this line oh yeah so, yeah definitely and i've seen a lot of people talking about how how this is like a kind of a groundbreaking thing for like women roles especially like a woman superhero um, because there hasn't been really any strong women superheroes yeah. uh, that are played as like just a strong woman and may, and not overly sexualized. Yeah, and, and I mean right. Wonder Woman, her powers like rival Superman. If yeah, not she almost is actually stronger than Superman. Yeah, so so I I mean I I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely don't spoil mm-hmm. anything, but I recommend you have to go out and see it. It's a yeah, I, I definitely like this one more than the uh, than I usually like superhero movies. That's good. So that means it's glowing reviews from Matt Crane. Well, <laughs> glowing is is a tough term. So other than that, I've just been uh, thanks to Matt addicted to Magic Carp Jump. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't played it like literally because I didn't play it even last week. I think I started it like probably last week, and I'm addicted yeah i pretty much only play it when i'm near you guys or talking to you guys and i'm like oh i can go ahead and pull that up it's real stupid right it's great no it's real dumb it's a real dumb game but uh i don't know i don't play it i haven't played it in a while oh Uh, every now and then i hop back on and i'll like get my candy and train and then i'll jump uh and i'll jump until i can't jump anymore and then just stop so for me, um, I've been playing a lot of Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire because the thing about like some Magic Carp jumps cool, but it, like I want like an idler, I want a clicker. <laughs> that game doesn't do that. Um, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire, on the other hand, uh, is a total idler, um, and it's just the thing about this is it has it has a lot of style in it. Uh, it has that kind of Crazy Taxi kind of weird punky kind of style mm-hmm. um almost like flamboyant punk uh which i'm not sure is an actual thing but uh it is now it is now i've made flamboyant punk <laughs> a trend 
So there you go. I like Has- this hashtag. F- yeah, flamboyant punk hashtag kafifi. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I mean, you basically you have a taxi, or you you start a taxi company and you hire cabbies. They come in. Uh, you can click to send them to different places to pick up different people, but then you upgrade them to the point where they're making money by themselves, uh, and then you start expanding into other territories and, you know, all the same exact crap that you would expect from a clicker. Uh, the writing in it's real dumb. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's like, it's so tongue-in-cheek that it works, but it's yeah, just... That's good. Yeah, it's just... What kind of clicker needs good writing? Uh, but they, they kind of did it. So, yeah. Jason, do you have anything to add to this conversation? Oh, as far as what I've been playing, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I've been getting back into a little bit of Civ. That's been kind of fun. Civilization. Yeah. Been playing that with a good friend of mine. Norway's mad at me right now. Uh, as as was, uh, most of history, yeah. Norway is mad at everyone. Oh, this is a good thing that happened though uh we we were at the very beginning of the game we didn't have the option to do anything he got mad at me for not having a navy i couldn't study ships until like 20 30 turns later and so i was in a war for it that sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) civ is a great game yeah civ is a great game i've spent a many hours on civ yeah yeah for sure and this is civ 5 not civ 6 right right okay uh Actually, this is Civ Six that I was playing most recently. Oh, is it? Yeah. How is it compared to Five? Oh, I like it. It definitely changes a few things, like streamlines some stuff. But you know, if you look at the Steam reviews, I a lot of people will just say it's a bad game. Just they have their reasons, but I don't see where they're coming from. I really enjoy it. Civ is one of those things uh, that every time they release a new one, they kind of try to change some things and then half of the community freaks out because it's it's a really weird community. Right. Uh, basically, anybody who's big into those kind of Sid Meier games, uh, I don't want to say it's weird, but... They're very particular. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I uh, like... I mean, Civ's good, so... Right. Cool. I guess we can keep moving through. Yeah. Again. Let's... Uh, let's. I know we're, we're... Like I said, we're jumping in early. Um, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit a couple of news stories uh, before we hit our first break. Uh, first of all, uh, Monument Valley, uh, they released a surprise sequel. I guess it's not surprising that Monument Valley got a sequel, but they didn't hint at it. They didn't tell anyone it was coming. Uh, they just launched a trailer and it was like, oh, hey, it's out. Uh, it's out for iOS. And basically, it it looks like another Monument Valley. So it's kind of that weird 3d environmentally based puzzle uh like geometry kind of thing but instead of playing as the one person now the story revolves around the princess and her mom and i mean so i don't know exactly too many details just from watching the trailer but it looked i mean it looks like monument valley and I mean, I'm sure that they made some updates to it and so on and so forth. But as of right now, I mean, I can't really say that. So mm-hmm. did either of you play Monument Valley? Nope. I did not. Uh, it's one of those games you should probably pick up. Uh, it's 
I mean, I like puzzle games, right. so it makes sense that I would enjoy this game. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's it's kind of like based around geometrical like illusions and almost kind of like Fez did this too. Um, so like you know that MC Escher, the thing with the ladders, yeah. the ladders or like not the ladders, but the stairs that never end. Yeah. It's like playing that in a puzzle game. And so you like go around and then you flip the world and like then you can it reveals another way that you can walk and stuff like that. Um, it's it's real neat. It when it came out, it it took the world by storm for a little while. Um, it's definitely kind of an indie sweetheart that um, I'm not surprised it got a sequel. So, right. uh, speaking of sequels, mm. this is more of a spiritual successor, but uh, Jet Set Radio had a kickstarted revival Ooh. that just came out. It's called Hover Revolt of Gamers. And I guess the kind of basic premise of this was that. Uh, it's a dystopian future, like video games are banned, like art's banned, blah, blah, blah. So and like Fahrenheit 451? Yeah-ish. <laughs> Which, if you ever played uh, Jet Set Radio, I mean, it's kind of the same idea. But it's more like, oh, you can't skate, you know, and and graffiti, stuff like right. that. But uh, this came out, uh, I, it's on Steam right now. It... Uh, they had a sale going for the first couple of days. I don't think it's still still on sale, but it looks pretty cool. Um, if you like kind of that whole parkour before parkour was a thing idea, then this game looks real neat. I liked that skating where you you jump from surface to surface and it's it's almost like above human. Uh, and so, like, I enjoyed Set Set Radio a lot. Same here. I played that back on the Dreamcast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Jet Set Radio Future was one of the first games I got on the Xbox. Right. I think it was bundled with it. Um, and I played a lot of that game. Super um, fun. Yeah. So, if I, I mean, tagging and battling and stuff like that has always been super fun, so... Uh, Well, we have a very short break, um, so we will be right back. See how short that break was. Um, <laughs> like I said, we're cruising through things today. Uh, we've got we've got a lot to cover. Uh, just a couple more news things before we get into the E three stuff. Um, so Steam Greenlight is over. Uh, it is now officially one hundred percent done. They've launched, or yeah, they've launched the last Steam Greenlight game, and they have replaced it with Steam Direct. And so I guess the big thing to come out of this was 
when they announced Steam Direct, they were said this is going to be a service where you have to kind of pay to uh, to get your game on Steam. Yeah, which I kind of agree with because otherwise Steam just gets overloaded with games that aren't yep. necessarily good or playable. Mm-hmm. And then they sent the f- they set the fee at a hundred dollars. So all you need to do to get a game on Steam is pay a hundred dollars. And I think that is absolutely crazy. Uh, I know that like some people in the indie game development scene were unhappy with the fact that they might have to pay to get on Steam. And there's part of me that's like, well, that's kind of business, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like I know you probably invested a ton in getting your game developed. Like now you kind of have to invest some to get it published. Um, I know, like, an, another cost is kind of crappy, but, you know, that's, that's business. Uh, and so what the, what the problem is, is na- now that there's not a green light, now that people don't go on and kind of vote to see what games they want. So if you only have to pay $100 to get on Steam, I can't help but feel like Steam is going to get even more overloaded than they already have been. Mm-hmm. So, so you think um, it's going to work in the opposite direction? Yes, they I do. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, that when they first came out, they were like, "This cost could be anywhere from a hundred to five thousand dollars." And then, kind of rumors were flowing around. They were like, "Oh, well, it'll probably be right around five hundred. And then all of a sudden, they come out and say, "Oh, it's going to be a hundred. And I don't know. I think this is crazy and not a good move right but we'll see along with this they kind of they kind of mentioned that we understand that this might be a problem um and so they came out and said they were modifying the algorithm on your discovery queue so that things that you like will show up more and things you don't like will show up less um and so this is the the quote from their blog post Uh, Aiming for the low publishing fee gives every game developer a chance to get their game in front of players. The store algorithm will do its best to make sure you see games that are worth your time to look at. Combining everyone's increased visibility into the algorithm thinking with the human eyes of curators will hopefully ensure that whenever the algorithm isn't working properly, we'll know about it and have the chance to fix it. So, along with this idea that the Steam's going to get flooded, uh, they kind of came out and said, hey, this, uh, this, we, we know this. We're going to fix this. I mean, I think the algorithm has never been good. Um, I do not, I've never looked at my discovery queue and bought a game that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's never happened because... It it never suggests good games, and especially because like you know you might go buy a game for a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do that a lot, you know. <laughs> it's just or it's in case you're interested in kind of discovering about a certain genre of things on Steam. You download it, and then your queue is filled with it. I mean, it's just filled with it. Uh, for example, I will give this example, although I probably shouldn't. I downloaded a game called Sakura Clickers. 
Um, and basically what Sakura clickers ended up being, because, you know, like I said, I like clickers. Uh, this is not a good clicker. Do not get this game. It's bad. Uh, it's it, is, basic, it is bad. I've seen it's real bad. Uh, basically, it's uh, scantily clad anime women um, that you click on. And they make sounds. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> it, don't don't even try it. But you know, I was. It's a clicker, so I I was looking for a good clicker. That was not the one I settled on. <laughs> uh, but it's. Needless to say, it filled my queue with just absolutely horrendous crap. Um, you know, so I don't know. See, I don't have enough experience on Steam to like know exactly what you're talking about. That is the worst part of Steam, guaranteed, is the whole discovery queue, curator, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think is just a poorly designed. I don't know if there's a good way to design it, uh, but it's bad. Yeah. So, um, Need for Speed. How about this? Need for Speed Payout, uh, they have announced, uh, is due out November 10th. That's really all there is to news there. Um, well, I mean, I want to talk about it a little bit. I really hope, because I, I feel like I've expressed this, I like, last time, because they, like, teased Need for Speed, and I think last week we talked about it. I really hope they do, like, more of a, not, like, a Need for Speed Rivals, but, like, more old-school Need for Speed. Because, like, the trailer kind of showed it as, like, a... Fast and Furious style, mm -hmm. and I really want to know how much customization and stuff really is into the game. And if it's not just like a really like cinematic, like here's your car, take out this thing. So I guess we'll see. Probably, you know, this Saturday. Yeah, maybe. Okay, um, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> um, so fourth week in a row for Hitman news. Well, I was going to do the the Overwatch first. Oh well, I just ruined that. Yeah, you did. You ruined my segue. Um, did you put this in? I did this morning. Because I don't remember putting this in. I put it in this morning. I just saw it. Okay. So Overwatch is getting double XP this weekend. Uh, so do you oh. know, will this affect like the progression towards loot boxes? That's it does, you, right? Yeah, that's how you get a loot box. you level, level up. up. So. All right. So this is their, their combating everybody that's like, it's impossible to get all the loot boxes. <laughs> um, so, which is good because I, I went back and watched all the dances all the emotes, and so there's a couple more I want to get. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, this week will be a good weekend to play Overwatch. Actually, every weekend's a good weekend to play Overwatch. Every day. Yes. You are absolutely correct, <laughs> because Overwatch is incredible. Yes. Siege? <laughs> no. I'll take um, Overwatch every day. Over, <laughs> Overwatch over everything. Um, we are going to jump into E3. Wait, but before that... Let me do my segue, Austin. Okay. Sorry. Let's try this again. We're going to get right into E3 news because, you know, E3 is the biggest weekend in gaming uh, across, uh, you know, the world. But before we get to E3, you know what won't be at E3? Hitman. Um, so Hitman, as we know, over the past couple weeks has gone under a lot of problems uh, with IO being sold and then them being say like then the layoffs happen and then the president's like oh well we might sell it as a bundle package and 
nobody really knows what's going on. Um, IO did come out and say that they are still releasing content for Hitman in June. Uh, they're getting 12 contracts, an elusive target, and by the end of June, a mandatory game update. This, I think, is kind of crazy. Uh, just the whole fact of that, with all of the things going on in the studio, they're still releasing content. Right. This well, is exactly why they shouldn't be getting sold. <laughs> well, and, yeah, it sucks. I mean, this is probably stuff they've been working on for a while. Then all this like selling stuff happened. Like, well, well, I'm sure I don't want to waste all of our time and money. So like, we need to you know put it out. So yeah, it's just it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, still, it still sucks. That game was really good. Uh, well, let's go ahead. Let's jump into E3. Uh, actually, jump into E3 this time. So. As everybody knows, next week, actually starting Saturday, E3 is three days from today, which I want to I want to mention. How much do you think EA moving to Saturday is costing the industry as a whole? Think about this. All of the outlets and all of the workers and everything that have to come a day earlier now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job, EA. Wow. Good job. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so, like, everybody has to send their, like, journalists a day early now. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. And so think of all the hotel rooms, all the meals, <laughs> like, everything that goes along with it. Yeah, because they now extended E3 by another day, so. Yeah, so if you think about, like, actually, I, I was going to make uh, an actual, like, monetary figure, but that's real stupid because... I can't figure that out off the top of my head. Right. Um, but let's get into it. So we're going to predict, basically. We're going to predict what we think we are going to see at EA this year. Or not EA, sorry, E3. E3. Starting with EA. Yeah, we're going to start with EA. But at E3, we're going to predict what we think we're going to see. Um, and what we're not going to see, and basically anything like, for example, and maybe even stuff we want to see. Like, for me, I want to see Snoop Dogg at EA again. <laughs> uh, that's all I want out of E3 for the rest of my life. Probably won't happen, but... No, I'm sure it won't. But, actually, I'm not sure it won't. It very well could. But, you know, that that's kind of what this is about. Right. So, remember, we may be very, very wrong come a week from today... When we look back, uh, we'll be able to say, like, oh, like, <laughs> wow, we were real wrong there, um, which will be kind of an interesting experience. So we're just, we're just going to start. EA. Um, EA's press conference is Saturday at 11. Uh, and so I've got a big list of things that I think I'm going <laughs> to see at EA's press conference, uh, starting with Battlefront 2. Uh, that's gonna be their main focus, I think. Because it's, uh, yes. it's their only shooter this year that we know of. Right. That, I mean, that we know they could announce something, and that's what we never know. But I think Battlefront's gonna be a huge priority for them, especially considering how bad they messed up the first one. They yeah. really need to show off, and I bet. Mark my words here. This is where they announce the Galactic Conquest game mode. Okay. Is here, and that's gonna start like everyone's gonna be like, oh, they really they're serious about this right. now. And I mean, we're gonna. I bet we're gonna get gameplay, more story, I'm sure. all that stuff. Speaking of which, 
I'm, I just have to say, I'm kind of excited for the direction the story is going in. Mm-hmm. That whole taking on the Imperial cider, yeah, that's really exciting. But in that time between uh, Return of the Jedi and A Force Awakens, right. so like you're like in the middle where like the Empire is nothing, you like turn into the New Order, and it's going to be pretty interesting to see how all that plays out because that's like a thirty year gap. Yeah, and if you're like supposed to be the same character, I'm like I don't know how that works, but well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, and they've made it very clear that Battlefront is going to be a big part of the press conference. Right. Uh, a lot of pictures are floating around. In L.A., they have gigantic banners um, on several skyscrapers mm-hmm. that show different characters that they're going I to I think, well, Battlefront on. and then always their sports games. FIFA's going to have a big thing. Yeah. And this year is going to be the first year that Madden is uh, they're introducing a story mode. Oh, really? So, like, you actually you play as a character through, like, I think maybe high school, but through college and get drafted, like, an actual, like, scripted, written story mode. Yeah. Like, which FIFA cool. did in their last game, and it was hugely successful. It makes sense that they're going to do that. So I yeah. think they're going to really focus on that as well. Yeah. You know, and they, they will always kind of have things up their sleeve. I won't be surprised if they don't have more Star Wars stuff. Um, if you remember well, there, the press conference last year. Yeah. The visceral games doing the Star Wars. Galaxy of Heroes? No, there's a different one. Oh, like it's an open world one, right? Yeah. Oh. I was And I just saw that. a video of it like two days ago of like a really rough like sketch or like rough out pre alpha video. Mm. And I bet we'll get more about that. Yeah. I know the because they last year they kinda leaned on we have a bunch of Star Wars content mm-hmm. coming um, and they didn't really do anything with it. Right. So I'm sure they will We're gonna and this can be a, a Pretty yeah. Star Wars heavy, considering I mean the next, you know, you know the Last Jedi comes out later this year. Right, it's all going to be at the same time. Battlefront Two is going to come out probably what November, so a month mm-hmm. before the movie. It's going to be big time. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I know that The Sims Four will be there. Um, I don't know if we'll see it at the press conference. I don't think they're going to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, you know, uh, Sims have a really bizarre, huge following. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'd be surprised if they don't say something about it. Mm-hmm. But cool. Um, That's about all I expect out of EA. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll show off some Need for Speed that we talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sh- there's probably some. They have some trick up the sleeve of a new game they're announcing or two. So yeah, we'll keep our eyes out for that. Another studio that they're shutting down. Probably. <laughs> um, before we hit our uh, next break, uh, Devolver Digital is Sunday at 11 a.m. And this we kind of talked about uh, probably a month or so ago about how they decided they were going to do their own press conference, which I thought was real cool. Um, they've announced it will be Sunday at 11. And, I mean, as far as I know, I don't really have any any idea what they're going to show are these times pacific time or no those are our time mountain time okay. these are mountain time these are when we in boise idaho will be watching right. them um i know devolver like serious sam is a possibility um talus principle 2 maybe and i'd be surprised if they don't kind of talk about genital jousting like, I know that that's kind of like a joke. I mean, but and they did just have their wet, hot update. So, yeah, I, that game is still in early access. So maybe they will announce, like, some more game modes and when it's coming out. More genitals. Right. 
uh, hashtag more genitals. And with that, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. talking about e3 guys uh e3 it's it starts saturday uh with ea at 11 um then devolver digital the next day at 11 um and then microsoft comes after that sunday uh at 1 p.m so what do you expect to see at uh microsoft's press conference honestly i have no idea what to expect because i feel like microsoft's had like nothing going on <laughs> that just had nothing to even like guess they have a console launch that's right coming, scorpio uh which is a big deal that they're <laughs> right. gonna, and i bet most of their press conference is going to be about the scorpio i think that and they're probably going to talk about their whole hololens i think it's called their is that their mixed reality i don't know if the hololens if they're going to try to lean on that so much so i would yeah. be surprised if a something microsoft vr doesn't happen maybe with the scorpio coming out they have with the quote-unquote most powerful console um to hit the market ever right um they'd be crazy to not do something vr related with it and that's all well and good i mean obviously new consoles are gonna be great vr is great but they need games mm -hmm. um so speaking of games uh, let's get out of the way. They've already said Halo 6 will not be there. And um, I think the next Gears of War as well. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, so, Gears just came out. Right. So but their Halo, two biggest games, gone. So no Halo 6. Um, I'll be surprised if some kind of Halo spinoff isn't there. Halo Wars 2? Um, well, that's already came out. Halo Wars uh, 3? Halo Wars 3. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think they're going to take another approach to the Halo. I can't say what it is, but I'll be surprised if something Halo related does not happen at this conference. Mm -hmm. right. like like Halo something like Reach. Here we go. Halo card yeah. game on for mobile devices. Yeah, Everyone's there we go. Everybody. Everyone who has their own card game now. Um, other than that, I just think Microsoft needs to come out. Sea of Thieves, uh, yeah, which okay. they've shown off. I do see, know that. They yeah. show that. They showed that last year. Um, they have to show more of Sea of Thieves, more gameplay footage, really. Mm -hmm. And I'll be surprised if they don't spend a while on there doing that. And af after that, I mean, I think their biggest game that they're going to show off and they're going to lean on is going to be Crackdown. Oh, Crackdown 3, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Crackdown 3 right. has is coming out sooner or later. And um, as, as they describe, it's... It doesn't rely on your console like wholly. It uh, is using the Microsoft Cloud, so it's able to add all this extra stuff into the game, so that won't bog down your console. Wow! So that's why like everything that you'll see in the game is destructible. Yeah. Wow. Which it, through the Microsoft Cloud, that's possible. Which is actually an interesting way of going <laughs> and get through yeah. gaming. We are not sponsored by Microsoft. I'm not. No. <laughs> it's just. But no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm how I'm explaining. It. It's like I and I hope that's kind of a future thing that. Sony might adopt and maybe yeah. Nintendo in the future through I mean, using the internet and this cloud that we have access to 
that they pull that off, that's going to be revolutionary. Yeah. Well, if. that we have access to. The right. problem, uh, even today, uh, especially like this is, goes into like a net neutrality conversation. <laughs> when not everybody in your player base has access mm-hmm. to internet all the time, uh, you know, that's that becomes an issue. Like, and, I see, like, it'll be cool for the majority of the people. But what happens to, like, for example, I know I've heard of people going, like, taking their Xboxes um, and PlayStation stuff on submarines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they have, what, three months before they will ever hit air again? Like, uh, what, what are they going to do? Um, as cool as it may sound... Oh no! I just don't think we're there yet. And and keep in mind, people that maybe don't have the best internet connection, and they might 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 lose like not even like Wi-Fi or whatever, but like maybe the cloud disconnects to them for like just a minute or uh-huh. two. But that could ruin the whole game for them, crash the game. Who knows what? I mean, if it works, it's gonna be like a huge thing. But if not, we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, because I feel like that's a lot of Microsoft saying is like, look what we're doing, and then it just never like works out. For sure. So uh, that that is a so, reoccurring theme with Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> it really is, and like I think they they really need to like get past that. The only thing I think Microsoft right now is like ahead of Sony is classic games. That's the only way they're like Microsoft actually like beating Sony in that in that market. Well, well even then, I just read an article today. Like most people who have an Xbox One don't use the backwards compatibility mm-hmm. ish uh, feature. So even then, it's like that's awesome, but not very many people use it. Yeah. But having that option, I think, yeah. is super important. It is nice. But like, I, I mean, uh, yeah. the fact that I can't play PS3 games, I think, is still kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, considering PlayStation has has done that in the past, where the PS2 could play PS1 games, PS3 and, uh, could play yeah, PS2 games. Yeah, and I totally get it. If the technology's changed, it's a different kind of laser. Like, yeah, I understand true. that. But you should also have the foresight to install something in your console that makes it possible. Yeah. So, well even with PlayStation now, like yeah. That's so expensive like they could do something so easily where like and maybe games maybe you they might will. Own. Maybe, we'll, we could, maybe, maybe you could have access to games you own or something like I'm surprised like that. how much they are leaning on PlayStation now because just a while ago I like like I on this show I asked is this still even a thing? It, they um, must be still making money off yeah, of it. Yeah, so. and then the past couple of months they have kind of revved up their excitement for PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Microsoft. I think they need to come out with some big, some big new AAA games that don't. Uh, th- they'll have Forza there as well. Well, that's so, always a given. Right. So, and hopefully they don't, you know, have a big game that they're, you know, pushing, and then it's a Quantum Break st- game that just it falls flat. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's been their issues. Like we have this great game coming out, and then it just they'll have something. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, they've been pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. They've been really quiet, and I think a lot of that's because they're going to focus, I think, the most heavily on the launch of the Scorpio. Yeah, which is all well and good, like I said, well and good, but you need the games to support the console. Right. So, that's all Okay, got to say there. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, yeah, it's great that you have the strong, most powerful console in the world, or whatever, but... But you're you, with all the third-party games, games uh, that they can run better... Than like PlayStation, it's the reason why 
Like, if you launch your game on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, uh, all the people that want the most powerful version are going to go to PC. Yeah. Uh, and so if it's a third-party game, let's say, for your example, Call of Duty is going to be out on all of those things. Uh, and if the Scorpio is the best way to play it, then lean on that. You don't necessarily need your own first-party games. Like, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody should have their, like, hard-hitting first-party games. But, I mean, if if you can lean on the third-party games that we are receiving are going, this is going to be the best way to play them, and the most powerful VR machine as well, then do it. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I do agree. I'm, I'm not arguing mm-hmm. the fact that they need to present games as well. Yeah. I actually just read they're releasing updates for Gears 4 uh, right about now. But I don't know. I haven't played that game in such a long time. But um, afterwards, Bethesda is Sunday night, uh, 8 p.m. And this is one I had difficulty, like predicting because i feel like bethesda is always just kind of like this is always crazy they are crazy and uh, they're I, so like they mm-hmm. troll you so much and like i honestly have no idea what to expect from they're bethesda. gonna come out um i i expect the first thing they show off is going to be starfield starfield is their long rumored quote-unquote rumored uh Literally, I don't think anybody from the company has said these words. It's, I think it's really just a rumor that it exists. But it's their space version of an RPG. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you think Fallout, Elder Scrolls, those kind of games, but in space. Right. Um, I bet that's the first thing they come out with. Uh, to blow the doors open, uh, and then they're going to follow up with some games that we kind of know are happening. For example, Fallout and Doom are getting VR. Right. And Doom and VR will be really good. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. You know how sick people <laughs> are going to get? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the speed in that game is yeah. going to kill you. Like, like, y- like, you better be high on speed <laughs> to play that game. Um, yeah. I can see, and I can see Fallout and VR, but... Yeah, and that could be. All it's a little right. slower, yeah. and it might be cool uh, if it looks better than Fallout <laughs> Four did. Yeah, that's true. Um, It'll look the same. They will have Quake Champions. Absolutely. Uh, they, I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, they've been pretty open about what it is and with the betas, especially like the open betas and stuff. But I'm sure that they will. Well, I mean, they announced it last year, so of course they're going to probably show something off again this year. Right. They and, have to. And along with Quake, um, I, if you remember in the Quake uh, trailer or announced trailer or whatever, it listed all of the games that like Bethesda is making or has made with their release dates. Mm-hmm. Underneath the Wolfensteins... There was a new one, and God, I can't remember what the name of it was. And it didn't say Wolfenstein. It just said uh, something else. It said a different name. And it had X's for the release date. I bet that game shows up. I bet Wolfenstein shows up at this press conference. Um, I could see that. It's yeah. been a couple of years since it's last been a couple of years. It's yeah. I think it's about time for another Wolfenstein game, uh, especially uh, 
kind of even if it's not related, I guess that's a Castlevania game. So yeah. never, or a Castlevania show. Um, so that was that was not a good prediction. Um, <laughs> Evil Within Two. I'd be surprised if it doesn't make an appearance. Is that, like, is that confirmed that they're making that game? Uh, I'm not 100% positive. I don't think that game actually did as well as they thought it was I going to. I think it to. did pretty well. I don't know. I, I got it, and I didn't like it. First off, the game was really like pretty buggy when I got it, because I got it like right when it came out, and that was an issue. So well, it's a Bethesda game. It's going to be yeah, buggy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but like Fallout Skyrim buggy is enjoyable and not game breaking this game was just like bad frame rate drops and oh like no fallout is unplayable okay you're true but like bad frame rate drops on like and really bad bugs that like prevented puzzles from being completed and like i just got really frustrated with the game and it didn't like it just wasn't smooth i don't know but yeah i didn't experience that when i played but i what i experienced was during the game there just weird narrative things that just caught me off guard like I got so lost at one point. This wasn't even a narrative thing. I was trying to just get through a town. I got so lost that I put the game down and I never touched it again. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I was at with that game. So so we'll see. So according to a quick Google search, um, it does first of all, it's uh, um, the Wolfenstein is New Colossus. Okay. Uh, and it, we don't actually know if that's even a Wolfenstein game. But... Um, it sounds like uh, there will be an Evil Within 2 that was kind of um, leaked by a job posting. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it probably does exist. I'd be surprised if they don't make this game. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to have this big, long, playable demo or anything at the press conference. Probably just the teaser or but something. But I bet there will be some kind of announced teaser. Right. And, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, with announced teasers, you can announce a game three years ahead of when you actually plan Well, I mean, look on. at Kingdom Hearts 3. That got announced <laughs> well, in 2014. Well, and there's there's the freak shows. Like, look at Last Guardian. It took a Ten decade. Years, yeah. Right. Um, but I think it's pretty common to have a game announced like three years ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the last last question: Do you think we're going to see new Elder Scrolls? No, I think absolutely gonna, not. They're focusing on ESO too much right now. Yeah. I feel like until well, that's right. Slows well, down. And I don't even think it's that as much as if this Starfield rumor is correct. I think that's what they're focusing on. Good point. Um, that too. But it has been. Six years since Skyrim's original release. Yeah, but they keep they kind of keep riding on the whole Skyrim train. Good point, because they just had that what remastered. They just had the remastered and like all this crap. It it's supposed to be coming out on Switch. Right. Um, I I don't think we will see an Elder Scrolls. If we see an Elder Scrolls uh, at this press conference, you can slap me. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I ESO, on the other hand, ESO will, get will be on there. With their new Morrowind thing, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, think it's going to be new. I can see this. Literally, the show ends, and it just says six on the screen, and then it goes to black. I could see them doing that. I can't. I just And I, everyone's like, what? Especially because, uh, I mean, Todd Howard himself has been out there saying... That we're not working on an Elder Scrolls game. Oh, right that now. means they totally worked on an Elder Scrolls <laughs> game. Probably. Because that's what they said about Fear Oblivion. Oh, we're never doing an Elder Scrolls game ever again. And all of a sudden, 
and then that trailer came out and everyone's like lost their minds so i could really see that being the ending though i mean yeah you walk off like everyone have a good night and then just iv on the screen and then everyone's like what and then vi is it vi yes iv's four you're right (laughs) man that's i'm bad that's my prediction I mean, okay. I I I can't see it happening. I know. Um I want it to happen. Yeah, I mean, I I've always been a fan of Elder Scrolls and I played a lot of Skyrim. I liked Oblivion a lot more, mm-hmm. but uh I'm okay with them kind of focusing on other things because some of their output beyond those big RPGs have been really good. Look at Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom is one of the greatest games to ever come out. Uh, and, you know, there were there were games that had merits. You look at the Dishonored series, you look at Prey uh, that had some good merits. They weren't great games, but they, they were good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's a team that's going to be working on Elder Scrolls Online but I don't think they're going to devote all their resources to it. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be like that. Well, and, that, and that's not their main. No. That's Zenimax's uh, Yeah, game. it's right. not even, yeah, it's not even their they're just game. The, they're just the publisher, so, or like the main over, like studio overhead. Well, so. yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think if they announce an Elder Scrolls game, I mean, it'll be cool. Uh but it's not going to come out for several years. Or what they need to do. I didn't care if they have an Elder Scrolls game. They need to announce a new engine for their games. Oh, yes, yes, they do. That is like if that happens, I'll be happy because like if they announce this new like space RPG game in this brand new engine that they need to be like that should have been a Fallout 4. That's right. what they should open their conference with yeah. is the brand new engine. That'll make me happy. Uh, because been, that was my biggest problem with Fallout 4. They've been running that same engine since Oblivion. I mean, when you have three or four huge games through that same engine, it's time. That's it's time. I mean, Oblivion, Fallout Three, Skyrim, Fallout Four. That's insane. That Fallout Four was the same engine as Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's bad. And they pushed that to the max, and that's why that game just was not where it needed to be. Right. So yeah, I think that's going to be Bethesda. We're going to take one last break, and then we'll be back. So, okay, if talking about this whole six thing, <laughs> um, if they pulled like a two ninety nine thing, I think I would be totally okay with that. If uh, Todd Howard, if they're like and introducing uh, Todd Howard, he walks out on the stage, gets to the mic, six and leaves. Uh, <laughs> that'll be great because I I don't know if you've ever seen the video of. When the PlayStation was coming out, um, 
that's a big hair. Uh, when the PlayStation was coming out, it was right about the same time that uh, Sega was releasing the Dreamcast. Yeah, that would be right. The, their last console. Yeah. Uh, the console that killed them. Right. Uh, they, they, because that console was so expensive. <laughs> so PlayStation, Sony, their press conference, uh, it was basically like a guy standing there. And he's like, and now a brief presentation from, I think it was the president at the time. He walks up, gets the mic, two ninety nine, and leaves. Goes right, back like and sits down. Price point? Yes. Ten, yeah, okay. And, every, and the crowd freaks out uh, at that time. It was so fantastic. Uh, it's probably one of the greatest moments of E3 history. Right. But back to 2017. Um, so... The PC gaming show is next. Uh, it's Monday 9 a.m. and I mean they're gonna have they're gonna have some things there. Right. Uh, I can't really say what they are. I know Player Unknown's Battlegrounds will be there. It has to be. Uh -huh. They have a presentation. Um, I know that for sure. And yeah. Well, I'm, we get like an actual release date when it's not early access anymore, probably. Or? Maybe, and maybe they they'll talk about how they're gonna make money off of this game. Uh, and maybe, a and then probably when's coming to consoles. Maybe a new map or something. I don't know. Um, besides that, I'm sure Microsoft will have something. I know they're talking at the event, so they will probably talk about maybe like. Uh, how they're linking uh, Xbox and the Windows 10. Right. Um, and other than that, uh, Cliff Blazinski's game, Lawbreakers, uh, should be there. Oh, yeah. That'll, I didn't I'd see, see that. that it was confirmed or anything, but I'm sure it will be there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's It's been a while since we heard of from Cliffy B. So I think it's about time that, uh, you know, we did. Um then later that day, Monday at noon, is Ubisoft's conference. And they're going to be all games, like always, though. Well, yeah, they don't have anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what we got? Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Fractured Butthole. Uh, uh, the crew. Crew. We're going to get a lot of games from them. I, I bet they're going to talk about Siege. Yeah. Yeah, they might have something on Siege. I wonder if they're going to have a last hurrah, try and get people to play The Division one more time or something. I don't know. The Division might be dead. You know, you might be right, but maybe they are kind of talking about The Division 2. I um, could see something You know, like that. because yeah. I think they made good by that game later in its life cycle. Mm -hmm. um, and so I could see them kind of investing in... We think that we're gonna do this game well, and so we're gonna we're gonna go for it, right? Because when the division came out, there was a lot of people playing it. Oh, I I mean, I like most. It. That's how I met like a lot of the people I play games with now. Like right. Jess, both Jessies we play with Christian, it's like through the division, yeah. right? Yeah, I didn't play a ton of it. I um, enjoyed the game until I hit the point where it was like there was nothing else to do. Like, the story and stuff was actually really interesting. I liked it. And there was some real cool stuff. I hit level 30, and then it was just, boom. Like, it kind of just went from really, really good to just nothing. Right. Yeah. And then it was, it, was, it was so bad to the point I didn't... Well, then their first expansion, like the excursion thing, mm -hmm. was so poorly done 
because I just didn't like how that like the wave thing and was it just didn't work for me. Yeah. And then I after that I was completely lost interest. So maybe they'll have a sequel. Maybe they'll have some big expansion or mm-hmm. whatnot for that. I wouldn't be like halfway surprised. Um, I think a priority is going to be Assassin's Creed. Yeah. No, I, I definitely because we've that. had leaks. There's another leak. I forget exactly what it was, but they never have yet to confirm that this game is real, which it is. I mean, we know it is. Right. But right. they haven't actually said, yeah, this is the new Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Origins or whatever it was. So right. that'll be a big one. I think the crew obviously will be big. Uh, South Park, Fractured Butthole will be um, will have its time on the stage, I'm sure. Do you? I I personally doubt it. Do you think there's any chance that For Honor is mentioned on that stage? No, not I don't at all. think so. It's a good game, but. Unless, I mean, I don't know. So I, I think the crazy number uh, most recently was that like 95% of its player base has dropped off. Probably, because I feel like the game, like it was a cool idea and whatnot, but it's the they same. They abandoned it. Yeah, they abandoned it, and I feel like not much was like changed. Since and release. then they had, they had the Reddit blackouts, like, and like all sorts of crazy stuff happened. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Well, Ubisoft's been going through some crazy stuff anyway so who knows well and that's a that was a montreal production too oh, yeah so which is not uh apparently if you make games don't go to montreal <laughs> yeah apparently so yeah that's all i expect maybe well, i mean we'll probably get two to three new games announced there mm-hmm. yeah um i don't expect anything too crazy from that maybe no maybe new watchdogs content or something yeah i don't think they're gonna lean on the content um, I mean, it's been out for a while. I guess this is they the first E3 alone. since it came out. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they'll they'll give a big expansion or something to it. I don't know. Um, next Sunday or not Monday. Sunday Monday at five p.m. is Sony, um, and they'll have The Last of Us, Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. uh, God of War Four. Mm-hmm. They yeah they have to they have to give a, a release date to God of War. Oh, they will. Yeah. It, it, well, they AKA already Dad of War. They Sony's advertisement like the big billboard posters is God is of War. God of War. Right. So it's going to be their big game, mm-hmm. which I undoubtedly like agree with because it's, I mean it's God of War. Right. So, um, the Death Stranding will not be there. Yes, I, I saw that. that which upsets uh-huh. me because I really wanted to see something about that game. I I mean, at this point, I could care less. Uh, all they're going to do is release the kind of asinine trailers that they've been releasing true. for years. Um, and, you know. So we'll get a big, I bet this is where we'll see Call of Duty Yeah, is here. Yeah. Now that you have that partnership with Sony over Microsoft. Uh, Destiny 2 yep. will be here. I think we'll get a lot more con- content there, get to understand what's going on. I mean, because the game comes out in just a few months, honestly. Right. And I bet that's when they announce the beta. Yeah. Open beta July 30th. Everyone at E3 gets a beta key. Well, I, awesome. I mean, I have the closed beta, which is supposed to be this month, but I haven't gotten a key yet. Oh, but I need to go reserve that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I really think Sony's going to focus on their VR. I read that today, oh, that sure. they, or yesterday, that they broke a million, sale, a million units sold, Not which bad. is past their expectations in the year. Uh, the two things I saw is either it's going to be a price drop or a bundle. And I'm kind of thinking bundle. Yeah. With the camera and mm-hmm. the VR games and 
Well, they already have a bundle, not with a game. Maybe they'll add that in then. Yeah, I, I, I can see something. Or maybe just like, I doubt it, but a new version of the PlayStation VR, like mm-hmm. the next gen, might be a little too soon for that. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, obviously they're going to talk about the, you know, PS, the new PS Slim Gold and that's true. stuff right. like that. And the new... Uh, I'm also expecting to see Spider-Man. Oh, from Insomniac Games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm sure Spider-Man will be there. Um, I'm going to throw in a token uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I, I doubt it'll be there, but, you know, every year I go and Doesn't I'm, Square I Enix watch usually have their own I show? don't believe so. No, they, they did always... Last, they did last year. Yeah, sometimes they do. Uh, this year they don't have enough going on. That's true. So uh, Kingdom Hearts, maybe. Yeah. And that brings up the question, where did the Final Fantasy VII remake go? I want to uh, see something. Okay, so... <laughs> Maybe that, too. No, there's news there. Uh, there um, is? There, there is. So they were working... They had given Final Fantasy VII remake to a, another studio. Um, that studio... Uh, uh, the Square came along and said, uh, we're taking this back. And we're cutting all ties with the studio. Of course. Oh, wow. Um, so all of the bad planning that they had in uh, uh, in this this whole Final Fantasy VII idea is exactly what happened. Oh, I didn't realize it would take so long. Uh, yeah, it's going to take that long. <laughs> but um, there's no world. There's literally no world in which we need that game. But... <laughs> I mean, it's it's factual. Nobody's gonna be happy when this comes out. No, they're oh, this game is not as like yeah. You you know it's gonna be. A this game thing. is legendary, uh, and they're not gonna make anybody happy when they come out with it. So they should really just sell it with IO. Um, so NAC one, two. What NAC two? That is, you're right. That is gonna be there, which is actually the most surprising announcement I've yeah. seen. Because that first NAC, like flopped real bad. Like, it wasn't bad. a bad game. It just no one got it. Which yeah. is weird because it was like a release game with the PS4 right. when there, at a time when there wasn't many games to play. It was just had no... I, for me, I, I like platform games like that. Like, I had no appeal to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the second one will actually like bring me into it, um, which reminds me Crash Bandicoot Insane Collection comes out at the end of this month. I yeah. might see something about it there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to waste their time with it since they know it's coming out. Right. Yeah. It's true. Um, I think with Knack, the huge issue was, like, you look at Crash Bandicoot, you look at Jack and Daxter, you look at all these games, like, they had very appealing characters. Knack, it just wasn't appealing. Mm-hmm. But it's Knack. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do you think it's a, I, it's a stretch? I kind of don't think it's going to happen. Red Dead 2. I would be surprised. To see You that. know what? I'd say a very vague teaser, probably. Yeah, maybe. Because I know Rockstar kind of does their own thing. They don't really follow the E3 schedule for games. Yeah, you know, they might show... But if Red Dead 2 shows up on that screen... They might show another teaser. Sony wins. <laughs> uh, but they, they they won't show gameplay or anything. Probably not. Definitely not. Um, Any surprises coming out of Sony, do you think? No. I don't think so. I don't think they have many surprises to give us right now. I think they'll have one for us, at least one. Maybe. I just don't know how huge it will Last be. Last Guardian 2. <laughs> <laughs> We've been developing it for 20 years. What? Yeah. Um, out later this month. Yeah. 
Um, the card game. Right. We started making it before the actual first one. Yeah. The Trico is the card that you lay down, uh, and then it just immediately falls off. <laughs> it just it just flops. Um, Nintendo is Tuesday at 8 a.m. This kind of closes out the whole press conference of things. And, again, it's Nintendo, so they're not doing a press conference. They're doing a Nintendo Direct. And from the sounds of it, it's going to be a short one. Well, Um, they've they've had, like, three in the last month and a half, I swear. (laughs) uh Well, because they've all... They've all been focusing on certain things. So, like, the last one, they did ARMS. So I don't expect to see ARMS at this one. Mario. It's going to be on Mario. Mario It's going to be 100% Mario. Uh, Mario Odyssey. And I bet this is where they announce the Mario Rabbids crossover. (laughs) Uh, Yep. And the other thing I'm hoping to see, I've been wanting it so bad, is... They need to announce when the virtual console will come out because... I don't think it's going to, to be 100% honest. They need that because the Switch is going to start dying without it, I swear. Um, I don't think that there will be a virtual console. I really don't. No, they've said because they're going to have the free classic games per month. But I I know. It's Nintendo. (laughs) I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. The more I look at this Mario and Rabbids game, the more freaked out I get. Uh, Mario has a gun on the cover. What? <laughs> yeah. Can't can't forget about the rabbit taking a selfie as Princess Yeah, Peach. well, Mario can't have a gun. <laughs> That's yeah. wrong. I got to look at this. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't expect too much on Nintendo. No. I mean, they like I said, they always do their own thing. They don't really care. I, w- uh, I wouldn't be surprised with one surprise for Nintendo. Maybe something having to do with, like, Metroid or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um, So, overall, through the entire thing, uh, all of E3, do you think anything, any big surprises will happen um, that we didn't already cover? Uh, I think, well, I think the biggest surprises are going to come out of either Bethesda's or, I want to say Sony. Do you think Valve will have anything? No. No. Probably not. Wait. I don't know. Are you thinking? I don't know. I think I think that they're troll enough to show something off. I, I can't tell you what it is. Is it going to um, be one of the, the threes? I think so. Now, which one? There's four to choose from. <laughs> it won't be Half-Life. Half-Life 3 is never I'm coming I'm kind of thinking if it's anything, it's going to be Portal. Yeah. I could see it at the PC show. Yeah. PC show or the Microsoft show or whatever. Probably not Microsoft, but... Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was just kind of something I thought about earlier. But um, yeah, I, I feel like EA and Ubisoft can be pretty straightforward. Just run down the list of games coming out. Yeah, the shocks are going to come from the big guys, right? And out of the out of the big conferences, like who do you think is going to take it? Um. Okay, this is okay. The only way Microsoft for me is going to win this is if they come out with these amazing first party games. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Sony has that lead. I think it's going to be Sony. Um, it, yeah. I think it's going to have to be Sony this year. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of first-party stuff that they're investing in right now. And on, honestly, Nintendo has the chance to do something incredible, Like especially with them leaning on indie games like they are right now. Mm-hmm. Like They have a chance to do something really cool. I just don't know if they care enough to do it here. Mm-hmm. They might do that on their own or something. Right. So. 
Um, I agree. I Sony's probably going to be the one. There's just. I mean, they had a live orchestra last year, so let's see what they. I'm sure they thought we were watching maybe. an opera. <laughs> yeah. uh, remember, because we were sitting there, and we're like, "This is this is wrong. This is we're at the wrong place. We're watching the wrong thing." No. Oh, I good. just remember the guy who slowly one, realized what his life two, had come to. Three. Yeah, we don't need to talk about four, that guy. So, yeah, five, we, we will be six, covering. Seven. Okay. Eight. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, before we hit our coverage, uh, yeah. well, the last thing is is because they opened it to the public, Jeff Keighley and the E3 Coliseum. Um, they finally came out with a schedule. I was waiting for this, um, and they finally did it. Uh, and so, you know. I think it's cool that they're making good on some of this stuff. Uh, mm. So, like, God of War, is they're doing a thing there. Right. Um, Inside Bungie is one of the things. Uh, World Builders, which is the one with Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, although mm. I don't really like him. Um, Assassin's Creed literally has... A thing. So I think this is safe to say we have announced Assassin's Creed now. Yeah, I mean, it, has <laughs> it says it literally says on the website Ubisoft presents a look at what's next well, from Assassin's I Creed. I mean, they said one's coming out this year. They haven't just officially said it's Assassin's Creed Origin. Right. What game from E3 will make you the next online gaming superstar? Um, I don't know. It's something with the game theorists <laughs> and whatever. Uh, Bethesda has their thing. Square Enix actually has a thing at this. Oh. Um, I have a feeling that won't go very well. Epic Games. Um, Spider-Man. Uh, Project Scorpio. And Jack Black and Tim Schafer. What? Let's just, just sit in silence for a couple seconds. Jack Black and Tim Schafer are presenting a panel together. Um, and if you, if you, because you remember, they worked together on Brutal Legend. Right. Uh, but that game's a decade ago. It's we'll so old. Um, that's, that's so weird. Um, this, this is the one that I keep on, like, when I hear about, I'm like, what? What's going on we'll with see. these people? We'll see. Um, uh, VR, AR, gaming, Sea of Thieves. Uh, I don't know. Let's see, Crash Bandicoot, yeah, Reunion, um, Mortal Kombat, Far Cry 5, Call, Call of Duty has their thing, um, Stories Across scene, Screens, which I think will probably be the, cool, be the cooler part of this thing. Um, so, like, executive producer of Better Call Saul, Jennifer Hutchinson, and she'll be talking with, like, uh, people from Bethesda and Naughty Dog, um, and then... Uh, Dan Trachtenberg, well, cause, yeah, cause who is the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane and Black Mirror, because uh, Uncharted has got an official movie, right? Yes. Finally, so so it'll be cool. Like I think that'll be really cool. Um, Hideo Kojima will be there. He has a thing. Um, and then let's see, Indie Revolution, whatever that means. Square Enix has another thing. Oh yeah, Middle Earth. Forgot Middle to talk Earth. About that. Yeah, that got delayed like three months already. So. It did. Yes. Uh, and then uh, another, 6 p.m., an exclusive surprise time. discussion with renowned figures. So we'll get Ooh. some surprises this year at E3, and I think it'll be worth it for the people who paid the admission price right. to go to the Coliseum. Yeah, I'm glad they made good on so that. I'm we'll glad they're like it is. moving. Like, obviously, they're going to have all the announcements at the press conferences, but then it's going to go to more pack style 
right. hands on. Because with your ticket, stuff. you don't get into press conferences. No, that's a, those so. are all journalistic passes. So, which maybe we should apply sure. for. No, <laughs> journalistic. Um, yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. So, for us, uh oh, uh oh, I pressed the button. Um, for us. We are we're going to do our best to cover things because it's E3. Um, we're going to have a, a mini podcast come out each day. There's a press conference. So you'll get one from us Saturday through Monday, basically. Um, just kind of covering the things that have happened Uh them and then wednesday will be kind of the wrap-up for us uh you know going through and seeing what we got right what we got wrong um kind of talking about any big surprises that have happened and yeah it should be a good time i look forward to it so yeah i mean this week's always this weekend and stuff is always kind of fun each year so um yeah. Besides that, you know what? I I'm real hungry, and uh, <laughs> it's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. I think we're done here. So, uh, if you're out there listening, thanks for listening. Um, if you know, if you're listening to the podcast version of this show, thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Uh, follow us on Twitter. It's dry, I spell radio. Email us any questions you have. It's drysbellradio at gmail.com. And, yeah, if, you, if you're if you excited about E3, you know, reach out to us. Let us know if you think we said something really stupid. Send it to us. Let us know that um, so we can stop saying stupid things. Other than that, I think we're done for the day. Um, that covers what we have. Gentlemen, Jason, thank you for joining us. Always nice being here. Yes, it's always nice having you. Austin? Thanks. Always here. Always, (laughs) I guess. Um, And then for me, again, I'll, I'll be back on the air next week. Bye.